Welcome to Lake Rising. Hey, I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we want to begin every episode with one central aim. We want to take a fresh look at Lake County and really the entire Central Florida region, our possibilities, who our leaders are, some of our successes, and sometimes even our disappointments. And I'm Ryan Mazel, and we'll meet face-to-face with locally owned small businesses and share their stories. Hey everyone, I'm Sean Parks. We'll explore the built and natural environments that make Lake County and our region a special place on this planet. And I'm Larry the K. The great things happening in Lake County are not anomalies. This county, this region, our community is on the rise. All right, so uh, I'm going to let Sean, if you could kind of share what this episode is going to be about. We're going to talk about um, everybody's favorite or one of their favorite uh, civil servants, their public servants. Uh, no, it's not county commissioners or uh, yeah, city council members. <laughs> it's Matt Dillon. It's, it's, it's more important people like our policemen and women. Yes. We're going to focus on our uh, policemen and women, our public safety uniformed officers. And by the way, if you're in fire and EMS, we're not going to leave you out. We'll get at, at some point on the show, we'll discuss what you're doing as well. But today, this show, we're going to focus on our police, our men and women in, in, in uniform. And uh, we've got an interview that's coming up. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. But we're going to interview the famous Sheriff Peyton Grinnell. Oh, wow. Be on. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, they're my favorite people unless I'm going too fast and... They're behind me. I mean, that, that I'm a little, that I'm a little bit worried. Yes, yes. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I still get a little nervous oh, if I even see a cop on the yeah, road. I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, I better slow down. And then I look down. I'm like, I'm driving the speed. Limit. I know. Even That's when okay. I'm doing, even when I'm doing things right, I'm like, I yeah. suddenly sit oh, up straight oh, and turn the music down, or you know, they have so. that effect on you. That's yeah. true. They, oh, they yeah. have the lake effect. They have the lake effect on, on you. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great to be sitting around the table again, getting together. Yes. Yeah. Here on Lake Rising. That's right. And, and, you know, we're sitting around the table just chatting informally. That's the way we do it here. This is like sitting around the dinner table. We're talking. We're talking about what's good, what are the issues, you know, uh, all, the, all the good stuff that's going on in the Lake County region. Now, after yeah. your interview with the sheriff, I understand we're coming back to the studio, and we've got a challenge that we're starting. We're going to get started here. And yeah. in six months from now, we're going to throw this big party. Yeah, well, and, you know, the crazy thing is we're still looking for a name for the challenge. So, you know, that'll be coming to you, and you guys actually may help us figure out what the name of the challenge will be. But at the end of it... I've got a good name okay. already. It's it's the... See, Sean, you're saying it on air, so we're stuck with it. <laughs> it, it it's, the, it's the Sean Parks is going to win this challenge oh, man. name. Wow. That's See, trash. already, trash talking has already begun. Well, that's that's the kind of FSU thuggery that we expect. That's right. Ooh, that's right. Ooh, ooh, Will that, that fit on a trophy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a big trophy. We need to pull out the Borg Warner what, trophy. What's the prize going to be now? What... You know, what does loser do? Well, we're meeting at, where are we meeting, Ryan? So we're going to probably, at the end of six months, we're going to meet at Brew, and okay. we're going to do a little party. We'd That's love to Tavares, meet everyone. Right? Tavares, Florida. Mm-hmm. And we're going to uh, celebrate, and the loser of this competition is going to buy the other's beer. Well, now, are there two, so the the third place finisher is the loser, or the, two and three both The most losers? epic Second best loser. loser. Yeah, because yeah. second is first loser, right? I mean, right. is that what, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're taught to be that way in America, so. Right, you know. so like, when I win, then you'll be yes. like, you might yes. be the second loser, yeah. and then third loser, but. Yeah, I'm not sure, how many national championships does FSU have? I mean, uh, you're minus? Three. Yeah. Three, okay, well. 
So I think, Larry, you're going to moderate this competition. Yes. So he'll keep it straight. I am the moderator of the competition. Mm -hmm. Larry, can you be fair and impartial? No. I want to know. But I also get to judge and I get to give the scores. So that's Uh, the important thing. I will be scoring the competition. Oh, man. Yeah, that scares me a little bit, Larry. Now, are you open to bribes? (laughs) Wait, 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 a political official? Can you say that? Wow, wow. wow. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. I wasn't going to touch that. Oh, man. Maybe we should edit that out. (laughs) No, I don't think we should. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do want to get in college. Okay, so, oh, no, Larry, see, Larry went there. That was a college joke, you know? With the full house reference? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, you can't you can't cover that up with laughter later. you should have piped that in like as yeah. soon as you said it yeah. oh well i got my timing's got to get better i guess <laughs> okay so i'm going to try to reel this back in but uh sean talk about like what we hope to find out from our officers and our um first responders yeah so uh this this is going to be um a, a discussion with sheriff Gunnell about him and his uh you know, why, obviously, why he's in public safety and this career, this uh, calling. And then, uh, and also his officers, you know, the men and women that serve him and are serving all of us, I should say, out there on the streets on a daily basis. So we're going to focus on them. I mean, yeah, it would be, we can focus on crime stats and stuff like that. And everybody's eyes might glaze over or you might get a real negative impression. And we know there's problems that are out there, but we're going to keep, we're going to focus this show on, the, the men and women, again, that are serving us, they're out there on the streets, the stories, the things that you don't you may, may not necessarily have heard or know about actual officers that are in our community. Yeah, and I think that's an important point because I think we all should be reminded why they do it because it's not an easy job and it's not glamorous all the time and you know sometimes they take a lot of negative press. So you almost wonder what motivates somebody to go out there every day and do it and do it well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, it, it, it is true. You, you could go on a shift and it might be your last shift. And, mm. you know, we, we want all the officers to come home. Have you yeah. done that ride along? I did. I've done. I do a ride along pretty regular. Do you? I, I do them at night, too. And, oh, wow. What's yeah, that like? It's uh, it can be intense. You know, if you're serving a warrant um, and, you know, I've, I at one time I actually was running along and chasing um a perp or somebody, I guess that's what you call him, a suspect. Wow, look at that industry through the woods. terms. I know, yes. man. He really yeah. did it. He really dropped perp. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. So being able to, you know, chase somebody through the woods alongside uh, these deputies, it was pretty intense. And you, you see all kinds of things out there. They are they are literally exposed to everything. It, it could be the traffic accident. It's the it's the domestic violence uh in, you know instance that you hear about um lake county's lake county is great we're safe you know we're they're com- especially compared to other communities and and i know the sheriff uh wants to keep it that way as well as the police chiefs sean i know the sheriff wants to keep us safe he does larry and you know as i understand you went out to the field and you have done a interview with none other than a, uh, I know a gentleman that is kind of a South Lake hero in law enforcement, none other than Lieutenant Mark Stoffer from the Lake County Sheriff's Office. Right. Mark came and spoke to our homeowners association and he gave us some good information and I just thought it would be good to share that. I think that sounds great. Let's hear it. Okay, now you came and talked to our HOA meeting and talking about safety and some of the things we talked about at the HOA was slowing people down, or at least because our subdivisions got a 25-mile-an-hour speed limit. 
And I know you had talked with the, the committee at times about how to slow people down or help create the safety there. And you said there are like three different things you can do. You can create speed bumps or humps or, or electronic signs. And that was like the third thing on the list, but that's what you came up with, right? Or that's what the committee came up with. Yes, sir. The, there's different ways of controlling speed and through doing quite a bit of research throughout the United States, not just specifically to Florida only, we found that uh, speed tables, which is very popular right now, um, actually limit the ability for emergency response vehicles to get to a location in a timely manner, especially when they're responding to an emergency call where seconds count. We don't need a physical barrier stopping a, a gigantic fire truck or an ambulance um, or even the, the patrol cars. Well, yeah, and usually the fire trucks are the first ones on the scene. Correct. So, and, I, and I, actually, a lot of times, law enforcement has to be on scene first prior to even a fire truck or an EMS truck being allowed inside the scene. We have to make it secure first. So, ultimately, the physical barriers, um, such as the speed tables and the speed uh, bumps and so forth, they, they actually slow us down. And when you put those kind of things on roads right now, what we're finding is that the the actual pedestrian um, uh, drivers and so forth that are trying to get from point A to point B, they no longer want to go down that road because of the speed bumps and speed humps. So they start finding new routes. So it actually creates a problem on the artery roads that are just adjacent to the actual road that the city or the county had installed the, the speed humps and speed bumps. So now we have people speeding down other roads where they normally were going down just the one main artery road, and they're they're also um, running stop signs now on those uh, artery roads as well. Mm. So ultimately, what we found um, through the research um, is that if you use speed our speed radar signs. Um, most of the time people are like on a big highway, um, some type of a, a larger roadway, and they're used to doing the 55, 60 miles an hour. And then when you turn off to that, and then let's say the re- it reduces the speed down to 40, um, it, it's difficult sometimes for the public to recognize that they're no longer allowed to do the 55 or 60. It's a mindset. So again, couple that with now you're going to turn into a subdivision that's only 25 mile an hour speed limit. Those speed, are, speed radar signs at the entry points to the subdivision turn out to be very helpful because it's a reminder, a big wake-up call as soon as they turn on or turn into the entrance that, uh, wow, it's uh, 25 miles an hour and here I'm doing 35 because the speed radar signs actually, uh, most of them will show what your speed is, but it'll also give an indication of the flashing light or blue or red that uh, it's drawing your attention. Hey, slow down, slow down. and it has yeah. an actual speed sign on it. So it tells you what the speed limit is, lets you know what you're doing, and gives you the ability to, hey, I'm in that subdivision now. It's time to slow down. Now, those those electronic uh, speed, th- are, are they recording the speeds that everyone's going through? Or It, do, it, depend, there- it depends on what type of radar speed sign it is. The capability is, is definitely there. It depends on if, they, if the community or the, the county or a municipality that bought it, uh, which model that they choose. But, yes, they, it can record and they typically are used for showing uh, what are the problem time periods, mm. uh, problem days. Mm. Um, so then law enforcement can be contacted um, with the data that's on those speed radar signs and allow us to more effectively 
patrol the area, patrol the neighborhoods, because now we have actual data saying that, you know, on, on Saturday between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning, it's the worst speeding time period of the entire week. So we'll schedule our guys to be there during that time period to be more effective for the community. Oh, that's that's good. So you've got that information. I, I've got to say one thing to you, and I, I'm kind of sharing something here. I was coming back from Illinois, driving a long distance, a long time, off of the interstate, off the turnpike. I turned down 27, and I came into Mineola, and I believe I was going over the speed limit. And one of your friends turned on their lights behind me. They just said, slow down. I appreciated that. That was a very a very trying time. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Care to help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but speaking about speeding, now, what are some of the speed limits? I mean, can, can I drive five miles over the speed limit? Well, typically, any law enforcement agency is going to ask that you, you abide by the speed limits that are posted. Um, it is a posted maximum speed that you're allowed to do um, without subject to fine. If you decide, though, that you uh, – I, I tell people quite often life's all about decisions, some good, some bad. So it, it's a choice that you have. If you want to speed, um, what we look for is if you're doing between 6 and 9 miles an hour over the speed limit, uh, state of Florida says you're going to pay $131 for that. Mm. If you're uh, feeling kind of antsy and you want to go a little bit more than that, and uh, you do 10 to 14 miles an hour over the speed limit, that's $206. Ooh. So, and it carries forward more. 15 to 19 miles an hour over the speed limit, that's $256. And 20 to 29 miles an hour over the speed limit is $281. And for those that are, uh, are really chancy and you want to do 30 over the uh, speed limit, uh, you're going to end up uh, just getting an appearance before a judge, and you can explain to them what uh, what gonna, you were doing and why, and then he'll impose the fine on you. Oh, okay. Are you going to – do they get hauled in, or do you – It's a criminal offense. Okay. Yes. Okay. They no, can be. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I, I just don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, said something about uh, after you give someone a ticket, I'm going to say, and they want to speed away because they want to show off. What happens at that time? Um, for the for the guys that are riding motorcycles, yeah, this is always a. It's actually kind of comical. Um, the guys that are riding motorcycles and they decide that they're going to pop some wheelies, have a little fun, and they get caught. Well, their first offense is eleven hundred and sixty six dollars. Motorcycle guys, I seem to think have an attitude. Is that what we're seeing? Here? No, definitely not. No, okay. But if they decide that they want to do it again and get caught the second time, that's $2,666. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would encourage not having that happen. Um, it, it does get quite expensive. Is there a third time? Um, there, there's a lot. Actually, we have a lot of other stuff that's important as far as uh, traffic offenses that are uh, that are highlights. If maybe you want me to cover oh, yeah, a few of those. Yeah, I would. Yes, please. Um, probably the most important one to any law enforcement agency, um, and it actually includes um, quite a few other agencies as well, is the Move Over Act. It's Florida State Statute 316-126. Um, the violation is $166, but what this is is that when you see an emergency vehicle, which includes uh, wreckers, utility service vehicles, even sanitation vehicles, 
and they have their emergency lights on, it's your responsibility to move over to the furthest lane away from them if you can. If you can't, meaning that there's not a lane or there's no ability to actually move over, then your responsibility is to slow down to 20 miles an hour under the posted speed limit. So if I'm going and, 70, I should go down to 50. Is that correct? That's correct. And and honestly, the recommendation is to go even is slower. to go even slower because the the law was created to try and save lives, lives of our emergency responders and those that are uh, in the utility service and sanitation and record business. Boy, um, I, I understand that. I just I'm out on the turnpike, two lanes going north, and I suddenly see a, an officer pulled over. I have a hard time slowing down. You, you know what? what what do we do? That really, Just try to slow down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably ninety nine percent of the time, you see that that emergency vehicle is up there. It, basically, if you see flashing emergency lights, start trying to make that move. Try to try to get over to those other lanes. That way you're not required to slow down. You're required just to, as a first act is to move over. Then, like I was saying, if you can't and it's just physically impossible, then it's time to hit the brakes. Okay. And the responsibility of the people behind you is to do the same yeah, thing. So. That, that's what I worry about also. I don't want to create another accident. Well, listen, what about if I'm on my cell phone? Or when can I be on my cell phone? Can I be on my cell phone? Okay. Using a phone while you're driving, yeah, that's, that's legal right now. It's, it's not a problem. Um, what is illegal is texting mm. while you're driving or basically entering any type of digits into a phone um, or even having to call a number, right? Well, n- not necessarily. Like I said, making a phone call is, is legal. Wow. Um, but texting um, is, is not legal. It's, it's actually a secondary offense right now, so you cannot be pulled over specifically for that. What you can be pulled over is when you're texting and you're all over the road fail, failing to maintain a proper lane or you're driving too slow now um, or just swerving all over the, the roadway, you're going to get stopped for that as a primary offense. And most of the law enforcement will know why you were acting that way prior to them pulling you over. So then you can be cited for the secondary offense of texting right now. Well, can I text when I'm at a stop sign? When you're at a when you're stopped and not moving, you can actually use your um, your phone and use your uh, your device. But as soon as the vehicle is in operation again, that that completely ends. Boy, what I have learned and tried to do is pull over to some and stop, get off the road. Completely. Absolute best case scenario. And you know what? The majority of the phones that are out there in today's time actually have the ability to stop you from texting or using your phone in any way while the vehicle is in motion, meaning that its GPS system is letting the phone know you're in motion, so it puts you on hold. It, and, and until you stop again, then it can your phones can actually be set to alert you, hey, you had a call come in or you had a text come in while you were in motion. Um, would you like to answer it now because you're now stopped? Now, while you were at um, our HOA meeting, you brought up a uh, Vial for Life program that you were passing out free drug bottles. Is that right? Well, the Vial Life program is is actually it's one of my favorite programs that we have. Um, it, it's actually a bright orange container. 
that looks like a medicine bottle. Yeah, right? it looks like a medicine bottle. It's maybe, I don't know, about three inches tall, maybe an inch and a half across. And what it is, it's got a bright orange sticker on the front of it. And it says Vial of Life with a big sheriff star on it. And the important thing is what we ask everyone is inside of that canister is a piece of paper that we ask you to fill out completely. And basically it covers your name, your medicines that you're currently taking, emergency contact, you know, persons, um, anything, everything you could actually think of that might help emergency services better care for you when we arrive at your house. Let's say, for example, that you're unresponsive and that your neighbor neighbor saw you um, through the window laid out in the uh, living room and that they couldn't get your uh, attention to unlock the door. Well, when we go to that house, one of the other portions of this program is that it comes with a second fluorescent orange sticker that says vial of life with our sheriff star on it. And we ask you to put that on the front window or front door window somewhere at the entry point um, so that any emergency services, whether it be the fire department, EMS, or law enforcement, when they arrive to your home, they'll see that bright orange sticker and they'll know that you're part of the vial of life program. And what we'll do is once we gain entry into the home, we'll go straight to your refrigerator, and that's where we ask you to keep the vial of life. Therefore, we go straight to there. We open up the canister. All the information that you provided for us to include your name and contact numbers and doctor's names and all your medicines that you're on and emergency contact, now we can actually better help you get through this tough point in life that you're at right now. And, and it actually will save your life. So that hence the vial of life. So instead of us arriving on a scene, having no idea who you are or what medications you take or any information whatsoever, you're providing us with a plethora of information to help you. Now this seems like a senior citizen program, but, you said it isn't. I, it is not. It, I, I encourage it for every person that's uh, that's out here. It's a program that's universally known in our county anyway, and we depend on it a lot of times to be able to help. It doesn't matter if you're uh, you're 20 years old or you're 80 years old. You're still subject to medical issues throughout life. And if you're at your house and you're there and unresponsive, it's it's just a great idea for you to be able to provide us law enforcement, and emergency services with information to help you. Well, since you were passing them out at our HOA meeting, I got one and I filled it out and my sticker is on my window. Great. But how can we, if you don't have one and you're hearing about this program, how would I get one? Okay, we have them at every sheriff's office that we have in Lake County. If it's the South Lake District Office, um, that's at 15455 State Road 50. Um, in Claremont, uh, our main office, the is old at, car dealer, it it's, <laughs> sits directly next door to Napleton Dodge. Right. And then on the on the north end of the county or central area in Tavares, our main office at 360 West Ruby Street in Tavares. But I do know that we offer them as well in Lady Lake um, at our substation up there. And also we have a, a small substation in the uh, the mall um, there in Leesburg and they're they're offered there as well. But Anybody can contact us through our main number, the 352-343-2101, ask um, that they would like to have one of the Vial of Life or a couple of them for them and their neighbors or friends, family, whatever, and um, we'll be happy to make the arrangement to, to make sure that you get them. Fantastic. Thanks for stopping by the studio. Sure. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. 
That sounds great, Larry. Thank you for bringing that interview to us. I think that uh, really adds a lot of value to the show, and hopefully this will provide a little more perspective on what our public safety people, what our public safety servants are doing for us right now in Lake County. Thank you. Well, I have one other question for you. Where is the sheriff located in Lake County? His office is in Tavares. It's in the historic uh, courthouse building in Tavares, downtown Tavares, right on Main Street. Okay, because a lot of people don't really know where the county seat is. Yeah, it's in Tavares, and Tavares is, you know, essentially right in the middle of the county. You know, the sheriff does have, uh, you know, stations, kind of like little satellite offices, if you will, that are, are spread around the county, and they're usually, obviously, in the unincorporated areas. Uh, you know, to give you, for instance, there's a a, a, a bigger sheriff's facility that's on Highway 50. Oh, that's yeah. a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw, th- I was able to see one of the jail seals. Yeah, they have got, they got wow. the actual Why were you jails. able to see that, Larry? What were you doing? Would when you like they, to tell us about that? Yeah. When they opened the facility, Larry, they had an open you, house. Did you wake and, up in a cell? Yeah, I was going to say, he was, he was looking out yeah. between the bars yeah. at that point. <laughs> no, 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 no. Came no. back to consciousness? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you guys doing? You're, you're saying what I'm doing here. All right, so so I, I understand we're going to introduce one of our first segments here. Yes. And uh, I, I'm not sure if we're going to call it the Lake Cage Match or not, but this is a comp- competition. Is that correct? The competition begins, and we're going to... This game is going to be called Yes or BS. Oh, okay. okay. And I'm going to be judging this. So, Yeah, that was a winner, and Larry was saving that because we've been sitting here trying to think of a name, and I think Larry may have won. Well, we'll just start with Yes or BS for today and see where it goes from here. Okay. All right. Here is the first question, men, and I need you to know if this is correct or not. Uh, Women sneeze nearly twice as much as men. Yes. Is that a yes or a BS? Is there a buzzer that we're supposed to be ringing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What, where, where do you, you need a buzzer? Uh, buzzer's yeah, okay. But, buzzer's not there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I would say yes, too, which is, you know, we have to think about ties oh, here. But. Man. Um, you know, I'm going to go with yes as well. Yeah. Okay, not so to be a lemming or anything, but. No, a yes and a yes. Rocky. I'm going to switch yes. my vote to no. Okay. Oh, man. And you're not looking over my shoulder, are you? I'm not. I'm not cheating. All right. Well, the answer to that question, man, is it is BS. Oh, oh so man. We're, we're, so we're supposed to say BS. Yes or yeah. BS? Yes or uh, okay. BS. Yes. yes. I got you. They so blink. he didn't say BS, so he's, it doesn't count, right? We just play I get, again. I get a mulligan on that one. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yes. Okay. Or so pass. The answer to the question is, do women sneeze twice as much as men? And it's BS because they blink twice as much. Oh, okay. wow. They're blinkers. All right. Okay. So now because that, that question My wife gets doesn't use the blinker out. very much, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Sean got 100 points for that one. All right. Oh, wow. And 100 Rocky, points? 100 points already. This game is going forward in a big hurry. Okay. And remember, the loser has to buy ooh, two Here. of you already. Okay. <laughs> yes or BS? The world's largest cave is located in Colorado. The world's largest, largest cave. cave is located in Colorado. You know, I'm going to start this one off with a yeah. solid BS. Okay. And you've got to say why. No, well, if he says why, well, he could, yeah, okay. he could yeah, take his yeah. answer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going, to say, I'm going to say it's BS, and the reason being, I feel like there are larger caves. 
elsewhere. You know, that's where they, the, the, uh, the Air Force has that big cave in Colorado. Yeah, know. but that was a man-made cave. I mean, are we talking natural? or The world's largest cave. Okay, all right. It's located yeah, in Colorado. I'm going to stay with BS. Okay, and Sean? I'm going to go with BS, because I think the largest cave, well, I should I say? I think it's in South America. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Man. BS from, okay. okay so, so we got two BSs. Yeah, and I'm just going to try to gain some points here. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Okay, all right. All right. Well, two of you are correct, and one of you oh, is wrong. Look at that. Uh, loser, <laughs> oh. again, loser again. Loser nice. again, yeah. yes. Uh, the largest cave is actually in Kentucky. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Kentucky, Wait, South America. Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> you were so close, close. Yeah. So close. Yeah. All right, we've got one other question. Wait a minute. i got to score this. Let's see. Rocky solidly in last. Oh, Sean got it. Ryan got a hundred points, and Sean got another one hundred so points. Sean's in first, so yes. Sean is out there in front. Okay, okay. time to, time to distance your myself. Heels time right to there. distance myself. Okay, now this uh, this is a question that I heard the two of you talking about earlier before we went on the air. The longest time between two twins being born is eighty-seven days. Is that S or BS? The longest time twins were being born. Now, that's a weird question, isn't it? You'd think they'd be born, like, overnight, right? Mm-hmm. But the longest, is it 87 days? Yes or BS? Man. Boy, we so should the- we make the first place uh, answer first? Well, I was, you know, we yeah. started with you in the first question, yeah. then I answered it first. So, so now your right. turn to start, Sean. So I'm going to say, you know, 87 sounds really specific, like it might be true. Mm, but oh. I'm going to go with BS on it. Okay. And Mr. Rocky? Yeah, I, I tend, you know, it's kind of weird because I actually know of twins that were born years apart. So I'm going to say it's BS. Wow. Okay, well, n- now I feel like I need to just play devil's advocate on this and hedge my bets. So uh, we're going yes. Okay, and... Mr. Ryan is correct. Let's give him a wow, big hand. Wow, look at that. Look at that. See, sometimes. So now he's catching up. So, so we have to talk about official, like, who who decides? Because I, I really do know of a, a set of twins born years apart. How can that be? Because at- they're, they're, they were frozen. And they were implanted at different times. Oh, wow. Well, but, yeah. but they are twins. Three years apart. You hear this, Larry? Rocky's already trying to make excuses for it. That sounds like BS to me. (laughs) I mean, it could be, but you know. All right, so I'm still in last. You're still in last. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Ryan gets another 100 points, so it's a big tie. We've got one more question on this round before we move on to next week. Next week? Next month. We'll be back again next next month. Yes. All right, Cadillac was launched by Henry Lehman. And he's the same man who invented the electric hair clipper. Yes or BS? A Cadillac and a hair clipper. Who's going first? That would be Ryan. Ryan, you're up first. I am going to go with BS. 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 Okay. I'm not a car aficionado, but but I'm going to go with BS. Okay. And... um, Sean, what would you Wait, say? Uh, what did you What did you say? The, Cadillac. What did you say? The Wi Fi password was here. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's uh, yeah. it's um. I'm gonna go with yes. Okay. It it does sound specific. Yeah. yeah. 
invented the Cadillac and a hair clipper. It just seems weird. Mm. Would that possibly be? It just seems like it could be so weird. And Rocky? Yeah, this I, I, I'm going to go yes also. Okay. And again, two out of three are correct. Oh, so, oh wow. Okay. So, so I'm... Still in last, but I, I made up a little bit of ground. You're not nearly the gap. Right, yeah. yeah. I actually have points now. Let's put it yes, that way. Yes, so you've got 100 points. And, oh, my goodness, yes. So we still have a tie with, uh, oh, no, wait, wait, Ryan, Ryan got it wrong. I want a retabulation. Yeah. yeah. So Sean got to be fair and to be a math gene. I, I don't know. This is a lot for Larry. So Sean has 400 points. Rocky has 100. And Ryan has 300. So we do have a daily winner. Congratulations, Sean. Yes. Yes. The champion. The studio audience is excited. Well, let's see. Can we wrap this thing up? Yeah, let's please, because I'm in last place. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we going to be next month? Oh, uh, where's this... Uh, Where's Lake Rising going to take us next month? Well, we're going to be on board a SpaceX rocket as yeah. it goes into orbit, and we're going to get a true top-down view. Oh, yeah. good idea. Sean's going to be idea. that. I'm going to be down on the ground with uh, Elon Musk. Okay. You keep your feet on the ground in yeah. my head. Yeah. Actually, uh, next week we will be filming, at, or I guess not filming, but we will be recording from the largest uh, cave in the world uh, in, yeah. Kentucky. in Kentucky. So that's where yeah. we're going to be. And yeah. looking for bourbon, too, I yeah. understand. Yeah. That's where I hear they uh, buried them all out there. So this is our own yes or BS, because really we're going to be on a uh, carrier in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You guys, yeah. you guys, I don't know it, what you're smoking, but it's, it's legal now. It's, it's, pour, it's pouring in. It's pouring yeah. in now. Yeah. No, we, we we could possibly be talking about the future of transportation, maybe. Yeah. It, or, you know, we're, we're going to surprise you. You'll have you. to tune in and, and check it out. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Larry the K. I'm Rocky DeStefano. And I'm Ryan Mazzell. And I'm Sean Parks. And we are Lake Rising. All right.